0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast. We have our first, second-time guest, Lynn Grant. Lynn, thanks for making some time. It's only yesterday that you were picking up the Joburg Ladies Open Trophy. I know (laughs) you don't like the question, how how does it feel to win, but you did win with your father on the bag. How was that?
1: Nice feeling. Just to kind of... I mean, winning is always strange somehow (laughs) um but kind of to have someone there to support you and hug you afterwards and kind of be able to talk about the things you can't talk with anyone else about uh shots or just feelings or you know you don't want to sound too much sometimes
0: yeah i think um it's always a weird one, like with uh, especially being so young, you know, having parents involved in your golf game, like you always see the 15 year old top amateur with their parents on the bag. And it's always like it can either go really well or it can go completely si- yeah, sideways. And I suppose for you, there's obviously a, a, a connection that benefits your game as well. How's that on course relationship with your with your pops?
1: um i mean he played a lot of golf himself so he kind of knows being on the other side how that is um and i think ever since he started caddying for me on like bigger amateur events we've been very i would say clear with each other that we try to keep it like player caddy on the golf course (laughs) and daughter father outside of the golf course which is i think for my part sometimes (laughs) than for him Um, because he always you know he always wants to help me but um, and sometimes like he can't guess what I'm thinking right and sometimes I just feel like he should know what I'm thinking (laughs) by now by these you know years but um, he doesn't so I think he I think every caddy has to take some you know hits sometimes Um, it hurts maybe a little bit more when you have a relationship though but yeah yeah (laughs) and
0: i mean winning an LET event you've obviously won twice this year on the sunshine ladies tour this is now three and four starts for you um was there that expectation on yourself to perform well in these two events knowing that you also stayed um you didn't go back home after jabra you kind of stayed home and prepped um is that something for you like expectation or do you just know that you have your process, and as long as you stick to your process, that, that's it.
1: Oh, that's a tough <laughs> question. I feel like, um, I think I said this in the last interview, yeah. like, for me, I know my game, right? And I yeah. know what I'm capable of doing. Uh, so when I came down to play on the Sunshine Tour, in my mind, without really knowing anyone, yeah. um my mindset was that I'm going to go down and win. I didn't say I'm going to win everything, but that's kind of the yeah, yeah. How, you, how I walked into it. Um, and then I've always done every tournament like that. Like, I'm here because I'm good enough, and if I'm good enough to be here, then I'm good enough to win. So then I always go in with the mindset that I'm here to win, regardless if it's last week or yeah. U.S. Open or whatever it is. Um, just because... I feel like if I play my best, I'm capable of winning, so why yeah. shouldn't
0: I? And you know, with your, what is it, two weeks, I feel like, or three weeks? Uh, it three was weeks. like a three week, yeah. Yeah, a three week gap okay. between Jabra and Joburg. Mm-hmm. Did you work on anything specific um, that you maybe found in the first three weeks that you needed to sharpen up on or did you imp- you know, work on anything too specific or was it just general Nothing sharpening?
1: like short term, like looking at the tournaments uh, on the Sunshine Tour yeah. coming up to LLT, nothing like short term, but still continue to do all the things that I worked on before. Um, so like a lot of wedges, um, I did some technique with my chipping to kind of get the, without hitting the low sharp shots kind yeah. of get the ball higher um which would also help me with the grass over here just yes. like different from home um so just those kind of specific two things
0: you know with your firstly with that you know that low sharp kind of chip shot mm-hmm. are you using more i don't want to get too technical but are you using more bounce is that kind of now yeah
1: so because <laughs> Let's see, because without getting too technical. <laughs> because in my wedges I try to hit the ball more penetrated, like lower. Yeah, yeah. So I've been working on that for half a year. Okay. Which when I turn the club like back in my swing, it kind of it's a little bit closed. Okay. So it, that kind of went over to chipping. So when I, I was chipping the club face was a little too close. Yeah. So I just tried to like work on getting it more open. Uh, in my takeaway, yeah. Uh which is a very strange feeling, <laughs> but it's been okay. okay.
0: And we were talking now about one of your latest kind of swing, call it a swing aid. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, talk us through how you've implemented that um, into your game and how it actually works.
1: So it's called the whiz. The Wiz Golf, if anyone wants to check it.
0: <laughs> Influencer. Uh, right. Use the code. That's <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> um,
1: but, so I started a wedge project with my coach at home. And what I wanted to do was to kind of get like solid numbers with the length of my swing. So kind of to have three lengths of my swing and know that with a uh, 60, my half swing goes a certain number and then with every club, every swing. And we were using trackmans and then I knew about this watch but I didn't know exactly what it was so I had a friend who used it um, and I reached out to uh, the coach, because actually a, a coach at one of the courses in Sweden and um, I asked him if I could come and try it out and it has exactly exactly what I needed it yeah. to have because uh, it measures so I put it on my wrist and it measures how far I um, like take back that, my yeah. arm so then I knew if my half swing is 90 centimeters my three-quarter is 110 centimeters and my full swing is 130 and from there I could just switch clubs switch you know so see what standard. tempo and it was so easy so from there now whenever i feel like okay it's 80 meters okay i could either hit my 60 with a full swing my 54 with a three-quarter swing or my 50 with a half swing so and it's perfect like everything (laughs) works out so great it's like ah it's so pure (laughs) it's like i'm so satisfied whenever i figure out like okay 60 my 60 with 90 centimeters go 60 meters so with my 60, the numbers add up. Yeah. If I use my 54, it's X plus 10.
0: I see. And I then see.
1: X plus 20. And with my pitch, it's X plus 30. I see. Super <laughs> pure. So,
0: and we were just talking about TrackMan now. So has this also kind of eliminated that need for getting a TrackMan in a sense as well? Like, how have you used this? Because I think, like, you know, being as well, like seeing what the DP waltz were being here for the you know previous two weeks before Drabik ladies how pivotal, like, a track man and a, a GC quad is now in the game, where it's kind of talking, like, for instance, a Richard Bland knows that if his swing is kind of similar, like right. that position with yeah. that club at that speed, it's going to produce X distance. Yeah. So you've somehow got that kind of, With not too much interference with. Because I mean, trackman has a lot of numbers. Yeah.
1: So, (laughs) let's see. So, from the beginning, like I've never, I've always been like a field player. So, to me, going through high school where we used a lot of trackmans, I think during a winter when you're indoors and all you do is like hit into a net, a trackman is great. But for me when i came out that spring i was so into like knowing where my path was yeah. what did my face club was that like everything and if if that wasn't where i wanted it to be
0: you feel then like i was like
1: what is going on yeah. like i need to I change need to something, something right and, and i didn't even think about how, what the ball was doing yeah so after that spring i was like i can't do this because i don't have a track man and i don't want to be dependent on, on a track man so i just skipped uh, working with it for a while and then sometimes i because in college we had them. So I just walk in there and I check a couple of things that I feel like I feel like I need. Um but then I I spend 10 minutes there and then I walk out <laughs> because I don't want to You're going to get sucked into yeah. that vortex of yeah, like numbers, right? numbers numbers, numbers. <laughs> right. And I feel like the the Whiz watch sure it's numbers, but it's still it measures what I do with my hand. And you feel it. Right? Not what my club is doing. Yeah. Cuz those two are very different yeah um, but I use them at home when I'm indoors because obviously I don't you know <laughs> you <can't laughs> using really a simulator you what's don't see happening. anything yeah so um, but even there I try to like if I do technique I'll check it out like once every week and then I just leave it
0: okay well, that makes sense I think um, like when you choose what numbers you want mm. to see I mean you have a selection of like 40 right. numbers so to choose many. from it's like what do you really need? Yeah. I think at your level you, there's probably only four numbers you're right. really looking at. I mean, yeah. So it it is, it is interesting to see how important it's become to many players yeah. lives but at the same time it's also detrimental to some because it's like oh.
1: Yeah and I mean you don't use it on the golf course. So I would feel, what I felt that spring was kind of like if I was out on the golf course and I hit a bad shot, now I know what I'm doing because yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to figure it out exactly. right? But back then I was like what are my numbers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me my numbers. <laughs> what is the, the club path? Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
0: Okay. With well, us being in Cape Town, uh, you've obviously um, been here, so you know what it's like to play here. Mm-hmm. So coming from Jo'burg up to Cape Town, yeah. um, what changes number-wise, like yardage, meters? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I've, I've played and I've caddied up here. hmm there's a di- obviously a, m- a massive difference in numbers, yeah. so what changes, uh, you know, do you go straight yards from meters to yards or do you add like a percentage?
1: Right, I didn't even like think of that before I talked to Cara about it. Okay. And she was like, yeah, I'm usually uh, yards, but here I'm meters. And yeah. when we were in yeah, Joburg, yeah. I was like, that's smart (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like instead of
0: taking the meters and right and minusing a percent
1: she just you know um when i mean here now everything is like normal right Um, yeah yeah. compared to sweden in the summer yeah summer day so when we got to Joburg, i try to think um especially when we play glendower that in the morning it was like five meters like, I hit the clubs five meters longer. Yeah. During midday, was 10. And in the afternoon, almost 15. Okay. Which is a little... I mean, even now when we played, uh, there was a couple holes where we are standing, you know, you have a rough lie. And I was like, well, I could just hit my wedge really hard. Yeah. I think we were in one hole, it was 129 meters. It's like, I'll just... I mean, I could hit a soft nine, but I'll just hit a, a hard yeah. pitch and it would probably come out short. And it carries 11 meters past. And I'm just like, this is not even human. <laughs> I mean, not in my body, with my swing, with these clubs. <laughs> like, what the hell happened? Like, so you can just, the only thing you can do is just laugh at it. Because yeah. you're like, I, I hit it good. And I started
0: on your line. Right.
1: But it just didn't come out the way <laughs> I thought it would. So, but that's kind of what I tried to do. Um, but again, and then you pull it a little bit. And instead of it being five meters longer than usual it's like 15 Yeah, exactly. so yeah
0: yeah I think yeah it's it's always a like South Africa playing Joburg and then coming to Cape Town is such a big difference like also just like the depth perception looks so different I don't know for me yeah yeah I
1: bet does because yeah because whenever we stood in a hole last week we're like it looks so long yeah so it I, did. But it did. I will reach it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you gotta convince yourself right. like no you okay.
1: Especially on like um fourteen no thirteen, the par five over the water. Yes. We're like I need to carry the water. But I'm taking one club less than I should, and it looks really long. Yeah. But I will make it. It will be okay. Um, yeah.
0: So is that our like is that where your pops comes in handy and, and just assures you like this is the right club, like
1: uh <laughs> not always, <laughs> no, I feel like he is just, whenever I'm confused, yeah. he's also very confused. Okay. So it's Cause not c-
0: I suppose because you're coming from the same place. Right, like.
1: right, right. But we don't like, it, it's not as if when I'm lost, he's not lost. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I'm lost, he's lost too. So we're both <laughs> lost like together. searching nice in the dark journey. after something. Um, And yeah, I mean, sometimes he says something and I trust him and it's wrong. And then I'm like, why did I trust him? (laughs) Why don't I just listen to myself because I know myself better? Sometimes I'm wrong and then I'm like...
0: You should have listened to him.
1: I should not. (laughs) But you don't say that. (laughs) You don't say that. You just keep quiet. You're like, oh. It's probably the best decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, it is hard. I mean, um, but sure, sometimes he (laughs) helps me out save save on the last (laughs) day just to like end it on the good note
0: (laughs) but i mean last week was massive for you not just the win uh you officially part of the adidas Mm -hmm. golf stable now how was that for you to receive that i mean you obviously been a part of the family for a while (laughs) it's not like it just happened last week but to get that kind of out there did that also just give you that bit of confidence i guess like to know that a brand like adidas supports you right
1: yeah i mean i guess when i signed with them um like i'm i love adidas and all their stuff and everything and i think when i signed with them um i was like thinking that they they would like say something but then of course they have like everything plans they want to do it whenever it suits everything of course but I didn't know that <laughs> so I was like why isn't everyone like saying anything yeah but um then they did which is very nice um
0: I guess perfect timing though. yeah like, it
1: was kind I of mean works for out. both me and them yeah I think <laughs> just, just to be clear just to be clear no but um no it's just nice to have their support like branding and just have their whenever I do something good I get their texts and everything yeah. and like congrats and it's just nice to have another support um, system kind of yeah. more people that shares for you it's always nice
0: and with i mean you also with ping as well mm-hmm. that that's they're quite big in the women's game so yeah. it's also nice to have that kind of like a brand that supports women's golf beyond just perform well, performative Right.
1: right.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying anything to any brands but <laughs> like there, there's a bit more like intent behind ping yeah. like i feel like there's a different logo it's not the same logo as the men's right
1: it's like i think they're very um like they've always been like a family-based yeah. brand uh, in a lot of things that they do and so i think for them like if you think of a family quality is very important yeah. so i think that's kind of how they work um, it's very
0: tough to get to a deal with ping thing, eh? i must say like you don't <laughs> yeah. see you it's that's not that's something you've seen in, ab- in abundance like right. other brands.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I think so. I mean, I'm the worst. I don't know anything about this, yeah. but <laughs> probably, you're probably right. <laughs> no, but I like. I don't know if I said that in the last interview, but I've always been paying. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever, I've, I've had different putters or drivers maybe, but that's, otherwise I've always been paying.
0: And you know, with the, you have the support base now, you also secured your LPGA a status, mm-hmm. not necessarily a full exemption right. card. Does the win give you a bit more freedom now that you have your two-year, I think it's two years with LTT? Right. Does that give you a bit more freedom going over there and playing even Epson Tour and some some LPGA as well?
1: Um, not necessarily, no, because okay. um, that wasn't really the thing for me. Um, okay. I really like the lot more and more the more i play it the yeah. more i like it and i thought coming out of college i would be like i want to be in the us i want to play there i want to live there and then after college i was a little bit like yeah. i'm not i'm not so sure anymore yeah. um not saying that i'm not going there anytime but um just i feel like for my first pro year um just like being around like a nice tour i know everyone yeah (laughs) almost like i know the players uh, played amateur golf with a bunch of them and um it's just nice also being on a tour that is like even though the lpj is constantly growing the lot wants to do that as well and just kind of for me to be here but also kind of to help out a little bit um it's just yeah just nice to be somewhere where you kind of you're a part of the growth
0: i see i see Oh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, with the way things have gone the last three months, uh, going forward, is there any? How can I phrase this? Um, like, is this just? Did you Did you know this was coming? I guess that's the question. Like, <laughs> like it's difficult to to answer that yeah. without like sounding. Yeah a little like, <laughs> arrogance yeah, so or anything like that. But, <laughs> but was there something that, that, that clicks, clicks that you know, like your game, l- like you said, you know your game, right? But was there that moment where you just knew?
1: No, I think, well, not like recently. Yeah. I would say, wait, not not saying like five years ago, I knew I was going <laughs> to win on the LZ. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that when it clicks, it's not now it's like in yeah. the past but that's what i'm saying like i know my game so yeah. i know that it, i win on the lits and like sh- should be there that's what i'm yeah, <laughs> saying yeah yeah no i get what you're
0: saying um
1: and like you're saying it could sound really like arrogant but then i also feel like what whatever work you do if it's sports or you're a business person whatever if you don't have high goals and like high expectations then you're not going to get there so in my mind of course I'm this week I'm thinking why not take another one of course I'm going to think that because why would I be here (laughs) otherwise I could have gone back to Sweden and celebrated last week with my mom Um, so of course that's what you're going to do and I think that click moment kind of came It's different times I mean depending on what it is but a couple years ago, Um, it's just that, depending on what it is, but just that feeling when you know that, oh now, now I got it, like now I know. Um,
0: How much of it is it, how much of it is mental versus like technical?
1: (laughs) I feel the click for me at least is just mental. Okay, yeah, Um, because I can,
0: like, I, I mean, after our first chat, like there's something different with the way you talk mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's different like you speak to a different player and they'll be like uh oh, you know eh, this is it's like it's almost like they doubt themselves with their speech right but with you it's like you trust yourself fully before right. like there's no doubt
1: yeah no <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> oh, Is yeah. that, but, but i mean that's what it what it is right like
1: well, i have to be that yeah. way otherwise i wouldn't i mean it's like I told my dad, we were sitting having lunch now. Yeah. And then I was talking about things that people do. It could be like you have a tick or something. Like you do something that is not helping you. Yeah. To me, if you know that's not helping you, why are you doing that? But it's the same thing the other way. If I know that I think that I'm going to win, then of course I'm going to think that I'm going to win.
0: Yeah.
1: If I know that if I walk into this... Uh, this tournament thinking okay what am I gonna say in my speech when I win of course that's gonna be a little bit closer to me Um, so I mean it sounds it could sound arrogant
0: but there's realism in there
1: but if you know you know right (laughs) I mean I mean mean, everyone is talking about um, new year's affirmations right now yeah you're supposed to like write down or tell yourself all these things that you want to like all your goals for this for this year it's the same thing you got you to gotta tell yourself you got to tell your friends you, i mean i think ever since i was young i've always said i'm gonna be a professional golfer i'm gonna play in the lpga i'm gonna win majors you know if you don't tell yourself that then how is how are you going to believe that's going to happen
0: real talk with Lynn Grant so, <laughs> just write it down kids <laughs> write it down no, <laughs> tell your friends and family yeah, um,
1: yeah and I'm not saying that I'm better
0: than yeah. anyone else at this no, no, but no, if 100%. people
1: just knew that you actually become what you think
0: yeah just
1: think of what you want and yeah. you'll have it my mom has and I think I thank my mom for this because she always tells me that I should send out my wishes to the universe yeah. and the universe will catch them and you know if I deserve them like, I'll get them
0: they'll materialize
1: so far so good right <laughs> They work. <laughs> I think so you're on the right well. track <laughs> but yeah she's so um, yeah
0: was that was that also special for her to see you and your pops kind of win together?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, she like you're saying like I talk in a different way and I believe what I'm saying, kind of. Yeah. And I think that sometimes she laughs at me because sometimes when I play a tournament, she's like, "Are you gonna win this week?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> "But you like?"
1: <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not why, joking." You asked me, and I said, "Yes." Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm here to win, and I'm like, if that doesn't happen, sh- fine. And I mean, ne- golf you're going is next the game of again. losers, right? Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to win every week, but.
0: I mean, you almost. No, but. Seventy-five percent, but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um,
0: Could be better. Could be better. All right,
1: just, <laughs> Jin Young Ko now on the LPGA with her. With her record it, of. Sixteen what? rounds under seventy. Yeah. And she got asked, Is this your best golf or something? She's like, Not no, yet.
0: Not I'm not yet. done. Yeah.
1: Like, what are you talking about? Not yet. Are you kidding me? I yeah, just like threw you a this yeah, Exactly. I've left like five right. shots out there. Oh, wait, so I mean, that's golf in a nutshell, right? You just, you're never, you're never satisfied. Done. You're never done. <laughs> no. No.
0: And lastly, going into this week, you've played the course while you were here on break. What can we expect? Um, from the course. Like what, what's your thoughts on it? Um long, short
1: Um wind
0: dependence, I guess, in um, Cape Town.
1: Right. I mean yeah. the wind is I think the wind's gonna be up if it's a, But I mean like this like this, this is this.
0: perfect. We I mean recording is, a podcast outside <laughs> right. in Cape Town, that's quite we're not
1: gonna do that the next four <laughs> days. Um I'm not sure how long they'll play it. Uh we played both from the like the back tees and the men's tees when we were here. So maybe we played it a little bit longer, um, especially with the wind, I think. But I think it will be interesting. The greens was really nice when I was here and I think they'll make them a little bit more firm. Could be more, I mean, coming from Waterfronten when everything just stopped where we carried, I don't think that's the case here. You're gonna have to like step it back and figure out how long the bounces are gonna be and all that, especially if there's gonna be wind. So it will be, Whoever, whoever's good at just switching.
0: There'll be, well, I mean, though. we ended the, the first podcast off with saying, I feel like we'll be doing a few of these
1: <laughs> if I'm coming back. To so sorry. I guess
0: I'll just say it again. I guess we'll be doing a few of these in the future. <laughs> um, but thanks for sharing that insight. Uh, I like recommended so many younger golfers to listen to it just because like I feel if they can pick up on what you, you know, utilizing and and putting into the real world, like <laughs> to the real world. they can <laughs> they can get the best out of their golf game. I think yeah. we get in our way so much. I mean, I would know. Like you just gotta believe in yourself, right? I mean, that's
1: yeah, and everything. You gotta be your
0: biggest supporter.
1: right? And if it's not golf, in life, yeah, right.
0: How to make a million bucks? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Then thanks so much. Thank you. Um, all the best this week and you. we'll chat soon. Evil.